the 10,000, then my dad's going to pay Stanley Estates LLC. So I just pay myself back. But I just, I was like, told my dad, I was like, well, I'm probably going to spend like five to $8,000 in three months on my business. So like, can you, do you have a couple other things I can just buy and you pay me yeah, back for? That's a great so I just hit my number. That's good. That's good. Hopefully American there's Express a, is listening right now. A new, uh, Capital One Lounge in it's either Dallas or Denver, and every time I go on a flight, I'm like, Michelle, we should get a good layover. She's like, Why? I was like, I want to go hang out in the lounge. <laughs> got to get our credit card for nothing. Yeah, come on. What to do with? your tax return money today a lot of us have the same opinion on this might have some hot takes and be still i was asked this by i was asked this by another agent here locally um, if we could do uh maybe a section on what to do with your tax return money so i think i'm gonna get some of these guys opinions i mean i think the big question mark is like how much are you getting back on your tax return like i don't ever i just pay money to the government and don't ever see anything in return um i mean maybe maybe a pothole gets filled locally here but that's about it i'm like i might my dollars might have done that <laughs> yeah i'm just i am contain i am con- making sure i'm as politically correct as possible right now Great, Zach. gosh Probably. i want to unleash hey, you know big steps <laughs> big, yeah, steps. big I, steps i'll be politically correct ish <laughs> right now and we're also not cpas so yeah if this has any relation to taxes we're not cpas we're not lawyers we're real estate people i'm actually a resident of dubai so i don't pay income. <laughs> i'm actually a resident of delaware so <laughs> what's the what's the benefit of delaware no tax oh man let's no let's do it let's do it i don't know <laughs> it's just chaos it's no state tax i don't think i don't I think, think there's any no, state tax is income something for llc's i will say that so my my brother-in-law who's a professional poker player we're going to have him on the podcast here uh, in a few more episodes so be tuning in for that he is a professional poker player investor he owns uh, eight units here locally but in vienna austria where he lives and was born you don't pay any tax on gambling income and my so my little sister <laughs> my little sister's from uh from here and then they met in costa rica and now they live over there okay. so he doesn't pay uh, any tax okay, a green card wedding he, i know he doesn't he, he doesn't pay any tax on any of his income that's what Zach's sister's saying he's like wait i don't have to pay tax there i'm going there, I'm going there. <laughs> um Going back to Delaware real quick, just run, gotta run some quick facts by. So more than 65% of all Fortune 500 companies and more than half the U.S. publicly traded companies are incorporated in the state of Delaware. It's a little, uh, wow. Little Dickie song. Due to. Yeah, due to. Um, doesn't require a business license to operate a business. I don't think you need one in Arkansas either. Do you? Mm-hmm. Um, you do need a business license? Just for let, let's just say what you do. I don't oh, know what okay. State. Yeah, for the for the sake of time, go Google it yourself. But man, 
Incorporating Delaware. There's some, <laughs> <I'll be> there. <laughs> there's some weird stuff happening yeah. in Delaware. Yeah, huge tax benefits, not just a business license. I'm super curious. Is it what's the dip? Is a business license just a like what is it? It's a separate thing. I have no idea what that is. A business yeah. license? Yeah. I think it's like an LLC. Does that mean LLC? No, it's no like actually, I think you do. In, I know I you're in, required I know. to have a business license yeah, depending on what you trade you're in. And I've heard of like if you if you sell a product, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but and I, I know, know Fayetteville. If you have more than two rental units, you need. Mm. One. Yeah, I don't know the rules. Hmm. Come on, you're Mr. Fayetteville. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know business license. So what's oh, sorry? Back at back at it. Back into it, Check. Isaac. Yeah. What would you, what would you do with your tax return money? We're just gonna say yeah. we're just gonna kind of Let's make say right. like if you had four thousand dollars, if you had eight thousand, if you got like somehow you got fifteen thousand back on your taxes, just uh, for all a yeah. range of listeners. So four thousand, I would put it in. Um, you call it a rainy day fund, an emergency fund. If you don't have an emergency fund already, that's it's a great use of the money to start one um it's basically just six months to a year of living expenses in a savings account in case you know the worst you get fired you can't get tenants any of that um income tax it's it's great for it because it's money that you didn't expect to have anyways so you're not missing it um put it aside if you get fifteen thousand dollars back though gosh that's tough um Silly. I don't even know. Because yeah. it's like, that's a significant amount of money to just leave sitting in the bank. But also... Mm-hmm. Not necessarily enough to do like a big, anything yeah. big. Yeah. I, I, I If you got $15,000 back on your taxes, I would say... Do you just partner with somebody? <sighs> Man, I would, say, I would say, does that add enough to your current savings account for you to be able to do to make a move um and maybe buy something for 20 percent down um i mean a lot of people look through and this is what i currently do and i'm trying to get out of look through the lens of like what can i do with ten thousand dollars what can i do with 20 what can i do with thirty thousand dollars when you know my broker and i were talking the other day kyle our previous guest and he's like let's start like raising your horizon and raising where you're looking and thinking and go, what can you do with a hundred thousand dollars? What about one fifty? What about $200,000? And so that, that will really start to change your perspective. And so if you're thinking, if you're looking through that lens of like, man, I could really do something a lot bigger with a hundred thousand dollars than just pack that 15 K away, you know, act like you never saw it. Um, but change maybe change your lens. You know, if if you really if you're like, hey, I'm living in a house that I could cash flow, and we've been living here for a little bit, like take that 15k and another 15k and go buy another house, like and then rent out your first house, like something yeah. of that nature. But you might want to change your lens of what you're looking through if you're thinking about what can I do with 8k. Yeah. You might want to start thinking what can I do with 80k. Yeah, I like what you're saying, Isaac. There with, I never used to be a. Uh, emergency fund guy at all because I was like, all right, if I need to, I'll just go sell something and I'll and I'll make yeah. that money back. You know, just being an ignorant young guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 
you know, I think there's some merit to that. When you're investing in real estate or investing in, in anything, if you're putting it into stocks, I, I would probably not recommend you exhaust all of your funds to do so. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's just something important to, to think about. And then, and then too, I used to, you know, I, we talked about this before, but I used to be a big Grant Cardone guy and, and, um, you used to be, I mean, I'm, 10 X baby, 10 X. <laughs> He's got so many good things. Um, I'm he does. You. And, and you can go back to all of his old stuff, but he used to always say, um, I mean, anybody trying to, trying to get into real estate for nothing, basically it was like, you need to just be investing that in yourself and you don't need to be doing anything in real estate until you save up a hundred grand and then go buy at least 16 units or more, something like that. And which, I, which is hardcore. And it's like that obviously doesn't make that, 16 unit. That obviously doesn't make sense in every scenario, but I, I think it is interesting. And Zach, you just said it too, but like there's, there's some merit, like may, it may be more beneficial to you. It, you have the same amount of time in a day. Are you going to spend it? on one single family that cash flows you a couple hundred bucks or are you going to, are you going to build that nest egg up and then go make a big move? Um, you know, that you've got the same amount of time in the day. You're going to have to work the same amount for a 16 unit deal. Um, you know what, what, who's to say you can't take that up. So I'll take, can I put in like a little comedic relief right here? Of course. Do you guys know who Ed Milet is? Yeah. No. Have you seen this? You know what I'm about to say? I don't know. He, so he has a great <laughs> podcast called the Ed Milet Show. Great podcast. It's a great, great podcast. podcast. Christian want, guy like, too. Motivation. Super good. Um, but he has a clip that went around, like got viral a while back. That was like, uh, I don't do 24 hour days. <laughs> I do eight hour days. Like who made the rule that a day has to be 24 hours. By the time you finish one day worth of work, I just did three. Three eight hour days. So he's like, I wake up at six and I work until, tell me mess this math up. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Something okay, like that. Cool. Somewhere. And, then, and that's one day. And then I work until 10 that night and that's one day. And then I sleep for a whole day. <laughs> they, they cracked me up. Anyways, that's what you made me laugh. You were like 24 hour day. I was like, not in my let. <laughs> He's kicking <Dude>. our butt. <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you. I'll say that. Whatever works for your okay, mental. Anyways. Yeah. I, I, too, you, uh, you know, you get 15 grand or whatever. And if you're, if you are looking at bigger deals and you do know, you know what you're talking about which i think all of this everything we're saying is prefacing that you've done your research you know what you're talking about you're not just a newbie you can you need to like know what you're doing anyways uh if you are in that uh at that point and you've got 15 grand maybe you could combine it with somebody else that's also looking and is either trying to hustle like you are or wants a tax write-off, wants to be invested in real estate but doesn't want to do the work and you can do the hustle, you can find it, manage it, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, that would be a great way to compare, I mean, combine and buy something bigger where you don't have to save a hundred grand. You could combine it with somebody that's got 50. Yeah. Um, another thing that just came to my mind is when me and Brandon were hitting the self-storage Facebook groups pretty hard, a guy reached out to you, Brandon, um, that sells lists of owners that are like he like basically his whole job or a side hustle probably goes out finds self-storage owners or any asset class owner over the age of 65 puts it in a spreadsheet and sells it for 500 bucks oh like might be worth the money you know especially if you're getting started like you got some money you weren't expecting to have like hey here's a list of cold call yeah you know yeah, it's a good point. It could, it could be something like that where you you're 
using that money to purchase an opportunity potentially for you to go chase after or maybe it's you know i, I think the you know any anything that can help you in your education um maybe it's spending some of it to go fly or drive somewhere to meet someone i mean this is kind of a crazy scenario now that i'm saying it out loud but you fly you, you go out and you use that money to go meet somebody that is in a business that you want to be in in real estate investing specifically um that you can spend a weekend with and, and learn a ton from so yeah, I, was, I was gonna say um this is uh maybe not necessarily like the advice i would take but may speak to somebody is uh, for somebody in their life maybe taking that 15k and going on a trip because they're so stressed right now that they can't even function or it's been so long since you've taken a vacation. I mean, honestly, the best play for you in your life could potentially be going on a trip. And that's controversial, controversial to what we say on the show and like invest, save, buy real estate. But like there is a huge component to this thing we call life and it's mental health. And you may need to just go on a trip with your family and chill for two weeks, like do a longer trip than normal, make it three weeks. Like you can, you can leave for a month or two and come back and life will potentially be normal. If job wise, I mean, if you're working a W two and you only got two weeks of vacation, I, I understand that you can't leave for a month, but take the full two weeks and just like hit the reset button. Um, that, that may be the best thing for you to do. Yeah, we cover all sorts of investing on this podcast. Investing in your mental, <laughs> investing in your mental health, which is huge. Also, um, after my trip to Seattle, I need to invest in a nutritionist. <laughs> fat boys. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you say you uh, kind of had the experience going to Seattle? Just like, yeah, in your mind. And yeah, stuff? I mean that was a big a big part of it. Is like I hit a wall of like, I mean you can only get told on the phone no so many times before you're like man i really suck me and brandon talked about this this morning like i really suck at cold calling or like i suck at my job i need a trip yeah it's like (laughs) i just needed to get out and so like me and michelle like packed up went to seattle spent a week driving on the coast and um visiting some cool places and um yeah it was super mind clearing until my i didn't forward my calls to anybody and then my phone started ringing off the hook because yeah. some anyways, uh, but for like three days, it was it was great. Life hack life hack here for going on vacations, which may help you guys is I went on a fishing trip in Alaska and it's in it was in like the North Pacific Ocean. Just super, super cool trip. But we would leave at four in the morning and get back at like four or five in the afternoon like it felt 12 hour days on the water i got really seasick one of the days but i had no cell service the whole time so i just put my phone on airplane mode and as i would put my phone on airplane mode at four in the morning morning no one's text me or call me then get back just turn my i would not immediately turn it on off airplane mode when i got back in the cell range i would come back shower you know grab a glass of whiskey have dinner and then I'd sit down, take a deep breath and go, okay, turn on my phone off airplane mode, get all my text messages and stuff. I would get everything done in an hour. I would get everything done in an hour that would have taken me 
you know, felt like I just spent a whole day answering questions and doing things. Mm -hmm. I just sat down hard for an hour, knocked out every question that was asked. I resolved every problem and the whole world kept spinning. It wasn't like everything relied on me. So that's, I, I love doing that. I love doing that on vacations. I'll just go and go, the world is going to keep spinning. I don't have any, unless I have like a deal, it's like closing that day. I will, I'll keep my phone off airplane mode, but if I'll just put my phone on airplane mode. Um, and the wife loves it too. When you do that, because you stare her in the eyes and kiss her in the face and stuff. It's awesome. Love kissing in the face. Uh, <laughs> on the trip thing yeah is this just hit me as i've heard this before too which is interesting is if you have ever rental properties if you have a business um really if you own real estate it's really easy to do um not a cpa by any means ask your cpa but you can write your trips off uh i'm trying to figure you, out how to do that right now here's the here's how you do it so you leave on a thursday and you can write off travel days so travel day number one is a thursday i did okay? live on a thursday on Friday, you get there and you work for no more like four hours. Okay. Okay. So whether that's answering a couple texts, unlike Zach, where he's got his phone in airplane mode, or you're just, hey, I'm looking at real estate, looking at buildings. Sure. Whatever. Then you have Saturday and Sunday. Do that. Yeah. Leave on a Monday. Write the travel day off. Yep. Boom. You've gotten a free, your business, you're paying for it, but your business is paying for it. It's a write off. Yeah. Taxes. I mean, we did look at houses for a little bit. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Bada bing. Please. We're cool, but please get with your CPA, but no doubt you can no, every I think trip you can take this to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Josh <laughs> another on the head right there. <laughs> but no doubt every trip you can take, there there is a way to uh conduct business. Likely if you're if you're especially if you're a ten ninety nine employee and your business warrants that we're we're all in real estate, so that you know it's helpful for us. But or at least a section of your trip right. if you're there right. for a while. Yeah. The but trip. yeah. <laughs> the whole trip yeah three months everything three months my dad was a, a football coach his whole life and before i was born um him and my mom took a ski trip and one day they like didn't hit the hills and my dad was like hey come on we got to go over to um this local high school He's like, why? He goes, I'm dropping off my resume so we can write this trip off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the day, like touring the facilities. And he was like, ah, never mind, I don't want it. <laughs> exactly. I've had, I've had a conversation with my CPA. I was like, well, we did look at homes while we were there. He was like, you were there for like a week and a half, though. Like, what did you do the rest of the time? I was like, ah, you got me there. So like, yeah, I, I like I like the weekend. I mean, right? Thursday like to Monday. I would say like. You could you could write off probably sections of your trip, but like yeah. if you're if you <laughs> probably you don't want to get audited and like every other week of the year you're like on a Thursday yeah. to Monday type thing. It really thing. wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> mainly credit that goes points. back to the old adage: everything in moderation. Yeah. Everything. Also, yeah. life hack: um, I furnished a travel nurse rental with a brand new credit card for the bonus miles, and it paid for almost the entire trip. Really? Yeah. So if you are about to spend a big chunk of money, get a new credit card. Shout out to credit cards. <laughs> Shout out to credit cards. If you use them correctly. I just got that's a whole nother thing. seven. Yeah. I just got seventy thousand points for which one? Uh, on American Express Gold. Oh yeah. Um, for spending ten thousand dollars in three months. Great so, on it. Wow. 
and okay. I just and That's I'm big time. basically going to get a big credit card. I, I got like over here. Yeah. I got like all of a hundred thousand points up right now that shaking. I'm going to take a trip for free. Basically, well, uh, the flights are going to be free. Basically, yeah. so uh, yeah, definitely do it responsibly. But I used to watch. Uh, I'm sure you all have seen him, Grand Graham Stephen on yeah. YouTube. Um, he's got a lot of good stuff. He's got some he, good stuff. I think he originally popped off because of credit cards, and so I used to watch him all the he's time like that. And he's a real estate, he would, real estate guy. Yeah, when he was first in real estate, he he had probably two or three, maybe four credit cards that he would get per house flip that he was doing, and he would pay for all of the materials on those credit cards and he would i mean oh, he would talk rack about, up he would points Dude, have to so pay good. for flights or anything like that and so i'm about to go flip a house for that right now yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the points man it, i'm telling you it's a high it's amazing my dad uh with all of his equipment he buys so he owns a, a local printer company here he has to buy like so like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of uh printing equipment like in the millions and he'll just I'll put it on American Express like dude flies everywhere for free basically <laughs> like stays places for free he's like oh just put it on points I'll 100,000 points to go to Hawaii or something it's insane but it's good. Yeah, that, did you all hear uh, this may be in part of the banter part if you put this at the I'm beginning excited. is uh, Dave Portnoy uh, there was a video of him checking out and he talked about how many points he's got like two billion miles <laughs> I mean, great give your boy a few man. come on i don't think it was it was got to be more than a million because it wouldn't have made i mean it I makes mean, sense but i don't think that would have been that hard but yeah dude, you could oh you could rack God. up you could that's a lot of miles you could that's rack up so a billion miles. you could rack up a billion points you could easily get a billion points yeah. especially because if i so i use i mean not easily but give a shout out to our favorite credit card sure yeah there's a capital one venture yeah. x Ooh, that's a good one. So we're, we're doing a little segue from what you should do with your taxes to what credit card you should get. Yeah, don't use your taxes to pay off your credit cards. Okay. <laughs> do that. Um, but uh, you get 10x miles if you book through the thing. I bet Portnoy just doesn't use his points because he writes off all his trips anyways and mm-hmm. just stacks them. That's where I was going with that. Oh, of course. I bet that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. My 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 favorite is probably the Chase Sapphire preferred. Although um, there is there is so much value, and you can honestly cycle through these things. Like you could cycle through two or three a year. Never cancel a card. Yeah, never. never. Cancel a card. Yep. Just cut it up and don't use it. Yeah, we your credit will get smashed. We'll have to do a full episode. Yeah, well, we should on we should credit do a full and, and the importance of that in real estate too. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, you could, you could really cycle through like two or three of these a year and have a bunch of points and, but just, just know credit, credit card money is not free money. Some people think that pay it off at the end of of each month. Yeah. mm -hmm. Don't let the balance roll over. Use it, use it as a tool to help you. It should only really pay bills. Mm -hmm. Like credit card is not a, it's not fun money. No. Like it is stuff you're going to pay for anyways. I do gas and business expenses. Basically Mm -hmm. that's a, on one yeah. I do, yeah, I do everything. I, even when I eat out, I use cash yeah. usually. I got never. Oh. I, I, I do. I get four times points on because cash is out. free money. Do you guys do this? I, I heard I'm that. Weird like this. Do you yeah. hear that? I, I I hear you. Now. If it's cash, if it never hits my bank account, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's free. It feels. Are you like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Last time I had a dollar in my wallet, honestly, which is yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Got, ne- next time you get a chance, get get five hundred bucks out of the bank. And then every time, like, I bet it you lasts go, me like, a long yourself, time. It lasts forever. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the credit card thing. I lost my train. Of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I had a point and then yeah, cash the, lost me. We're, oh, I we're, we're say, transitioning into banter. Okay, go. I said, 
I was going to say is I'm not like that where I just put gas or my whole life is on credit card. Oh, really? Oh, really? Everything. My whole life. Everything. Food. I mean. What do you use? What's your daily? Huh? What's your daily credit card? Uh, I go back with, back and forth between Chase Sapphire per, per, Prefer, preferred preserve. and the uh, American gold. Yeah, American Express. What's gold. the what's the Amex gold? Is it what's the, I thought the fee on that was like five hundred bucks a year. Is that the big dog? No, I got the, I so I got the business one, yeah. which is a lot better on points and stuff, and it's like three hundred bucks okay. a year. I think, this one, I think, I think the personal is only a hundred. Personal is all. I mean the the platinum's like six hundred something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the the gold they the, got crazy. Gold and um, platinum are metal. As it, it just makes me feel like a boss. I got the I got the <laughs> Apple credit card just because it was metal. It's a terrible credit card. Don't get the Apple credit it's card. Cash back? 1% on everything. Oh, well. That's it. Screw you, Apple. Yeah, it's bad. Unless, yeah. oh, I take it back, 3% on Apple products. <laughs> <laughs> Buy some Mac. But, but it, it is super cool to have whenever you uh, you can do like Apple Pay with it. Can you do You may be able to just connect any card, but like. Sometimes I'll order something on my phone and then just click Apple Pay and it just charge it to that card. Like I don't even have to think about it, hmm. yeah. which is nice. Could you, this is side business that we <laughs> we're bantering right now. Come on, we're fine. But could you buy Apple products from the Apple Store and go sell them on eBay? Right. Yeah. But then you but could you, you return the them? Fees. Yeah, so hey, no, this is this is a hot take. I'm making. Like, how can we're, I make, we're gonna go ahead and talk about this. Do you, you want to wrap up episode nine? Yeah. Well, is this episode nine? Is this, episode this episode nine. This is nine. How much yeah. time? Where are we at? We're at twenty five. We can wrap up episode okay, nine. Let's wrap up. So we're gonna wrap up episode nine by saying that. <laughs> <Get> off track. <laughs> Josh has a lot of stuff going on in his life, and he is not gonna be with us anymore, which is totally fine. I he's looking after his mental health um but this is going to be Josh's last episode with us. We're going to miss him a ton. We're all going to kiss him on the lips yep. um, after this mm-hmm. before True he story. before <laughs> before he leaves. Yeah. Uh, we've loved having him on and just the the birth of this podcast. And he's always welcome back as a guest. And mm-hmm. if he ever decides, if he ever, you know, yeah, I don't think it's the last time yeah. Josh has said. Oh heck no! We'll sit in front of a microphone. I got a feeling. Josh, any any parting words for the listeners out there? And this is a great voice. podcast. I think we, we got a lot of great stuff in store coming down the pipeline from guests and topics. So I think that's, uh, you know, you have a lot to be excited for as a, as a listener. And um, yeah, I think, you know, real estate, I'll leave with real estate is the goat. The goat. And, and that's uh, if you're, if you're thinking about getting in real estate, you're making the right decision in any regard, get into real estate, everything else blows. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Thanks for listening in. We hope you tune in to episode 10. Got some good guests coming up. Let's go. See you soon.